Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler and the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you for the next 30 minutes or so. we got a great group here in the studio, some interesting questions, and a real problem that is going to have our buddy Chuck Crosby going, hey. oh, that is the, the, the tone of Chuck Crosby <laughs> of the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Chuck. I hope you got your thinking cap on because we got okay. one coming for you that's going to make you go. It's going to curl your mustache ends. Ooh, more, than are. more than they are. Ooh, yeah. More than they are. Yeah. Also here in the studio, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They hire veterans. They just do a great job. Number one Home Team Inspection Service in the country. You can reach them at 357-0813. Good to have you here. Good morning. I'm all capped up and ready to roll. Ready to roll. And then my son, Greg, who is, does our marketing and does our photography, and he likes to be contacted in social media ways only. Because I don't like to be contacted. No, uh, you can find us at, uh, at We Sell Louisville, uh, any social media platform, or you can put my name in, Greg Zicoler. Yeah. Well, you'll find me. You'll find me. And coming up a little later on the show, you, the Brad's going to love this, seven signs you need a new roof. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know you like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's coming up a little later on. Let us go to the phones with a. Oh, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> that the first sign. If yeah. you I, was, see I, was, water, I, looked, I looked up directly. I, yeah, it's good sound effects. Yeah. There you go. He, did we ever tell you that we used to. When I go to a closing with Chuck, I brought a sound effects board. So <laughs> anytime he would tell a joke, I'd hit a button and then people would start clapping. And it was just very <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, Other than the now, people that were already clapping. They were already clapping. <laughs> <laughs> But he now he's getting me back with the sound effects, yeah. So anyway, this is a true problem happening right now. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio, 840 WHAS. Hey, Bob. This is Ron. Yeah. I, uh, I've got my home on the market, and every time an agent brings a buyer, my next-door neighbors come out and ask their political affiliation. And if they're not of the same political affiliation, they start discussing some bizarre sexual habits. They're trying to scare my buyers away. What can I do? Okay. So let's start, and then we're going to go even deeper into this in terms of the problem. Chuck, legally, thoughts? Legally, as long as they're on their property expressing their opinions, uh, I think they have certain uh, uh, First Amendment and other rights uh, to do so. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your people don't have to interact with them. Uh, They don't have to give them the information. Uh, But... Fire walks over to the property. They get get, uh, questioned by the neighbors. Yeah. And then the neighbors start doing things that would turn the – and I'm yeah. not going to go with detail yeah, here because it's a family show. But they do things that will turn the buyers off. Yeah. They're on their property. They're doing their thing. I've, you know, there's torts for intentional uh, uh, disruption of uh, business and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But, uh, you know, as long as they're on their property and they're not violating any laws mm-hmm. – and they're not uh, being discriminatory, then, you know, I'm... So, so with the definition of discriminatory... Well, uh, there are yeah. certain protected classes. Uh, but we if, know if this would there, be a if, political class well, and not... Uh, let's hold right there, gentlemen. Hold on. Because it actually so happens uh, that one of our agents, Dane Melton... I know. Dane yeah. is having this similar problem, and he started to follow up on this. The seller needed to reach out to the Kentucky Commission on Human Rights to file their complaint. And they were told that since that neighbor was on their personal property and they were talking about party affiliation, they weren't making an attack 
on a protected class because party affiliation is not a protected class. Therefore, that neighbor is not in a violation of a uh, fair housing law. Ding, ding, ding. Good for you, Chuck. Okay, so they yeah. came. That's what they because I remember when they did that. I was thinking there might be uh, a few more layers to that mm-hmm. because, and this is a difficult thing. Sometimes I have folk calling me, and they they want to pull this card or that card because you know they saw something on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, and the fact is, if you try and pull, uh, you go and file a discrimination claim against somebody who isn't in fact discriminating against a particular protected class, but they happen to be of that. Uh, of a uh, protected, protected class, class. class, that might get twisted around and shot back at them uh, in a little rebound. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's it's. Let me bring this down to very simple terms that yeah. I think there's a concern here, and that would be, folks. Let's just say that you're going to try to sell your home, and your neighbor wants to make sure that they pick the type of person that's going to live next door to them. This can get very difficult and very bad for so many reasons. Somehow somebody needs to draw a line and say, okay, this is not right. The problem is now we're getting into an area of the law that is practically sacrosanct. You've got just – let's just take it completely out of this uh, fairly offensive uh, platform and put it on a hugely offensive platform. Let's say that the Westboro Baptist Church is showing up with signs and walking on the street or, you know, whatever. Uh, They have that right. Yeah, that's what's yeah. you know freedom. No, no, freedom of speech. Yeah. I, I get it loud and clear. Yeah, it's America. So what what Dane's going to do is go over and talk to yeah. the neighbors, these folks, and say, "Look, be neighborly." Yeah. Hey, listen. It, it's you know we just want to get this sold to get the the yeah. folks who own it going to a new house and the know. way the way I've always approached it. Uh, yeah. You know, my background uh, is such that uh, I I'm. I was in a milieu with people who would like to enforce their opinions on other people. It's like you sit down and you talk to people. You talk to them neighborly. If they're being like that and they're, they're, they find whatever it is they perceive you to be as offensive, but yet they're doing that exact same thing, I've always found if you point out to them, hey, you know, you're saying that I'm, you know, call me a fundamentalist, whatever, but you're using the same tactics, the same thing, just with a different point of view than what I'm using. How is that mm-hmm. different? How are we really different? Yeah, we're not different. Yeah, we're just the same. Yeah. Just and, and that yeah. at least starts a conversation. So, so. The, yeah. this is where you bring the pie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. But well, I also I also found out something else about Chuck this week that well, I did not know. It depends oh. if it's a blue or a red pie. That might Ooh, be a problem. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, whatever. No, whatever. No. Purple I mean, pie. Purple pie. No, I heard something else that is interesting, intriguing, as oh, a matter of fact. What's that? Is it true that you are a black belt in karate? Ah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Where we, did you get that? Uh, I got a lot of information coming out of you left and right. Oh, here. yeah. Oh. There we go. It was a long time ago. All right. <laughs> I could just see you. I, yeah. I, that's good. Let's yeah. go back to the phone, shall we? Good morning, Bob Sculler. Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Jim. Yeah. Um, we are thinking about putting the home on the market. We have an issue in our basement on the rafters. It looks like it's flaking off. And it seems like this issue was addressed a while back when we first moved in, and it's been 15 years ago maybe, but it looks like it might be reoccurring. So I guess they didn't do a sufficient job possibly. I thought the product might have been a Thermador or Thermodex or something like that. I just wanted to see if you had any ideas or thoughts of what that might be. So this is interesting. So he's got something flaking off. 
Yeah. Can't be the wood. That'd be a real problem. No, sometimes there's a sealer that's put on, particularly for a mold remediation type of treatment. If there's been any sort of water damage, uh, it might have been a very old product uh, that has been on there. Some of it looks um, white uh, in color. Some of it just looks powdered. Some looks like a, a clear shellac, depending on the type of product. So it could just be something that is... Uh, an older chemical treatment that was done for mm-hmm. some reason, either waterproofing, because uh, I could think that um, you know varnishes and shellacs would also you know flake off sure. like that. Yeah, so I'm yeah. not not really sure. I guess it would just be a matter of having somebody come in and take a look to see what it is that's coming off. Yeah, it, it could be of concern as long as mm-hmm. it's not black, which would indicate maybe a mold that's growing. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. there's a lot of different colors, but yeah, it doesn't sound like it's because uh, a, a mold-like substance isn't going to flake. So let me ask one question about mold. Yeah. In getting rid of it, mm-hmm. so is it simple to do? Because you can yes. bring in mold remediation yes. companies, but does bleach or something else spray it on there? Does that um, so the, you, for mold, it's got to have water, it's got to have a food source, and then it has to have the right temperature. So any temperature we're in is a temperature mold likes. So really the, the key is getting rid of the water. So anywhere that you've got moisture, you can have mold that is living uh, the way to remediate it is you get rid of the moisture and then you remove the material uh, or you can also encapsulate it. So uh, common mold remediation products right now are a spray on type chemical that seals it all in and there it basically just eradicates the mold that way. All right. One final question. This mm-hmm. will move on. So you say eliminate the water mm-hmm. you basically eliminate the mold. Mm-hmm. So what if there was mold on a joist yep. and there was because of a water yep. condensation? Right. You eliminated whatever the cause yep. of it is, mm-hmm. and there's still black substance there. Yeah. Is that still? It's, it's still that's still mold. That's still there. I mean, the, the, those are things that can be. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't think I would go to the trouble of trying to spray bleach on it. Yeah. I, I don't think you're really taking care of your problem. Typically, the the remediation is to remove the substrate, so to remove the surface. Or if it's on wood like that, then the best way to do it is to encapsulate it. Okay. All right. Speaking of places that don't have mold, mm. <laughs> at least we'd hope not, looking to build a home, Claymont Springs in Oldham County offers gently rolling streets with a wide selection of flat walkout and treed lots with sidewalk sewers, underground utilities, and this just may be the place for you. Wonderful neighborhood to raise a family in, in addition to being right there near award-winning Oldham County schools with immediate access to Interstate 71, Exit 14. You will enjoy shopping this great community. It's called Claymont Springs in Oldham County. If you want more information, contact your realtor or give me a call at 376-5483. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. It's Kelly. Yeah. I co-signed on a house at the age of 18 before the market crashed, and I was wondering in order to get my name off to purchase a home on my own as I'm older, what are my options as far as refinancing, deed in lieu, et cetera? Hmm. Chuck, is it easy to do? I mean, if his, well, her name is on it. And yeah, if the, you're, see, a lot of people don't understand. Uh, to create a debt, you need a document that says, I promise to pay, a promissory note, mm-hmm. the note. Uh, so if she co-signed off on the note, she promised to pay. Now, the mortgage itself, all a mortgage does is tie that promise to pay to a piece of ground. Okay, So yeah. if you don't make your payments, they take the piece of ground. So if she co-signed on a note of any kind, 
the only way to get off of the note is to have the lender do that. Now, most lenders, and you know, unless they're an individual, uh, most lenders won't even consider that. There's no way. Yeah. yeah. You have to pay off the debt. Now, if there's a house involved, which it sounded like, uh, ways to do that would be to sell it. Uh, call a realtor. Sell the property. That gets the the loan paid off and then you're off the note if there's not enough equity in the property if the property's upside down or whatever used to happen all the time there'd be short sales done uh deed in lieu of foreclosure is uh where the bank comes back and says hey just give us the property we'll take it from there but that's going to entail having done uh, uh, title exams uh, to make sure that the property is free and clear of any other liens and generally they won't even consider it if there are any liens on it uh, so uh, basically the only way to get off of that is either have the is to have the bank let you loose and that's either by giving them back the property if they want it selling the property oh, and paying yeah. it off or just paying off the debt yeah I, I, it doesn't sound like a very logical way to go Kelly but I, you're up against having done this at a younger age yeah. and now you're paying for it well and and that happens a lot of times uh, you know a parent sign, co-signs off on anything yeah uh, they're just as liable it's joint and several liability which is to say the uh, whoever's holding the note uh, can come back against either party for 100% or any... Mm-hmm. Uh, if the know, other party defaults. It, well, if any party defaults. defaults. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, so All it right. doesn't matter. You're 100% liable as oh, yeah. much as the other person. All right. If you want to see some of the videos we produce for sellers, buyers, videos about marketing and our what's happening in the market, head to LouisvilleHomesTV.com. That's LouisvilleHomesTV.com. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekolder. Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob. Yeah. This is Jack. I've been listening to you talk about radon, asbestos, mold, and lead paint on the radio show. Now, we're about to put our home on the market, and we have those 9 by 9 tiles you were talking about. One company says they can come in and scrape them all up with a machine, and then we put the tile back on top of it. Now, is that really the way to do it? I've heard this is a process. Is this more selling you a lot more than you need? Uh, I think so. I mean, yeah. any any time you're going to disturb those tiles, uh, the risk of getting the dust in the air into an HVAC system and continually circulating through, throughout the house, I would want to avoid that yeah. for sure. So I don't know how they would uh, prevent all of the dust, all of the fibers uh, from getting um, into the air. That yeah. that would I, I I'm not familiar with the process that actually takes them up. Uh, Supposedly there's a container from what I've seen because I did okay. some research, and it sits on the floor and it scrapes it up and gets sucked okay. out. And but, yeah. but you don't really need to do that, right? Well, the the, the easier way to do it, just leave them undisturbed, assuming that they're not yeah. uh, damaged in any way. Leave them undisturbed and cover them is with the, with any other type of I mean vinyl flooring products, carpet, mm-hmm. I mean anything to to cover back over it. Because yeah. really the last thing you want to do is get the the dust particles, the fibers in the air. Yeah, hopefully that helps you, Jack. That does sound like it's a bit of a mm. stretch on what they're asking I wonder what for. the cost would be. Uh, I got a feeling too. it's That's probably pretty high. Yeah, I, I think, think the liability so there would be yeah. pretty extreme. Yeah, but it's easy to do. That's why you listen to the show, to get tips. And if you think you've got a 9 by 9 tile, there are mm-hmm. tests that you can Yeah, you can you can perform. do a bulk. Yeah, you can do a bulk. Uh, cut a piece off and well, do a it, bulk test. You don't run the risk it. of safety hazards? No, if you, you do that? There's, you're containing it through precise cuts and okay. other tapes right. and things you're using. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Chuck, have you looked at your roof lately? At my roof? Yeah, yeah as a matter of fact. Looking that, okay? The last windstorm we had? Yeah, right, exactly. And yeah. the rain that we've had recently? Yeah. Same thing. I'm out there looking all the time, but a lot of people are. How about 
if you can tell whether your roof needs to be replaced. When we return, seven signs that you may need a new roof. In the studios here with me, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They hire veterans. They're myopic. They go right to it as a team. They get the job done. And they're the top home team inspection service in the country. You can call them at 357-0813. Also, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. Not only is he a black belt in karate, but he is also a great guy at closings because he keeps the clients entertained. And he's a good cook, too. So you can discuss That's food. true. Yeah. Food. And my son, Greg, I'm very proud of him. He does a great job with our marketing and photography. You can check out what he's doing with himself and his marketing for his uh, family and all. And any us. any uh, social media platform at We Sell Louisville, just search my name. We're out there. And you can reach me anytime, Bob Sekilder, 376-5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, the area's largest home inspection company. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, inspect thousands of homes in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. And team makes all the difference. Extra sets of eyes and overlapping duties means a more thorough inspection and better value for you. Multiple teams mean we're able to inspect your home when you need it. Radon testing, home inspection, termite reports, one call does it all. Get the team, get home team. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Here's a message from Shark Tank's Barbara Corcoran. You may have seen Wall Street hedge fund companies advertise that they'll pay you instant cash for your home. Well, I hope you're not considering leaving the sale of your home up to a website. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. Selling your home is easy if you hire the right agent who can give you options. In Louisville, Bob Sokola can bring you an immediate cash offer. He has a track record of getting sellers more money than the average agent. Find out what your home is really worth. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get your home sold. News Radio 840 WHAS. Thank you, Barbara Cochran, Shark Tank fame. Yes, we have the Guaranteed Sell Program. We also now have instant offers. Basically, it's within 24 hours. We come out, we give you an offer. You can take it, leave it. doesn't matter. We can also sell your home the normal way, which is what most of our sellers want. So we get them the most money and we get it done quickly. You can go to instantoffers.com. Or just call me, 376-5483, because we really are looking for homes. We sell them. Imagine that. Everyone we put on the home on the market, we're selling. Bam. There you go. All right. Seven signs. You need a new roof, Brad. I know you're just chomping at the bit here. 
So the first thing you want to do is review your home improvement records to see how long ago the roof was replaced or reshingled. Let's use Chuck as an example because you mm-hmm. moved into a new location a couple of years ago. So mm-hmm. how, how old is your roof? Do you know? Uh, the roof is coming up on let's see, six, about uh, 12 years. 12 years. Okay, so that should be good, right? Well, yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, The community is uh, getting the roof replacement started. Uh-uh. Yeah. yeah so. so there comes, I hear, an assessment coming in your future. Oh, no, we've got plenty. Oh, you got money in there. Yeah, okay. we've been budgeting. Typically, asphalt shingle roofs last 20 to 25 years, even if it has a 40-year warranty, mm-hmm. right, right, Fred? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And while roof is installed over an existing layer of shingles, it should be replaced after 20 years. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yep. Cut out about five years. Does it give you better insulation if you put a roof over another roof? I don't believe so. Okay. No. Right, we're just checking on that. So that's the first thing. Then keep an eye on your rooftop. Make sure it's in chip, tip-chop shape, especially after heavy storms. And after the storms we've had in the past mm, month or yeah. so, shingles should lay flat against yes. the roof, right? Yes. If you find patches that are cracked, damaged, or buckling, mm-hmm. get them replaced. Question is, who's going to pay for it? Insurance company? Or it's going to be you, or it's going to be the roof roofers. Are you, are you waiting for the hailstorm to come? No, no, no that's what okay. some people are. Yeah, as yeah. a matter of fact, you also want to check while you're at it the gutters, downspouts uh, for shingle granules. These are mm-hmm. what little things that are yeah, falling, right? The little pellets, the little stones sand. that, the, yeah, the it sand, like the grit sand, that yeah. comes off them. And the theory is, if you're seeing a lot of that stuff, you've got a problem with the yes. roof. Yeah, you'll right. start and seeing them in your downspouts. You look in the yeah, the downspouts mm-hmm. and yep. the gutters. That's what. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so you want to examine that also. The uh, flashing around the vents, skylights, chimneys, seals, uh, seams of the roof from the rainwater. Examine these points to make sure there are no cracks or breaks, which could lead to leaks. Yes. We and actually, those, those yeah. rubber boots may only, if it's rubber or yeah. thermoplastic, it may only last half the life of the roof. So they're going to have to be replaced midlife, so 7 to 10 years on many of them. Uh, but if you have lead boots yeah. uh, that have been put on, those will be essentially the lifetime of the roof. We uh, had a leak um, around a chimney flashing, mm-hmm. which created a problem. Mm-hmm. Then on the other side of the house, we had a leak where the the shingles were lifted up. Yeah. So that was a real problem, and that certainly uh, not so happy about that. But okay, you get mm-hmm. it, you get it fixed. Rescue from rot. A droopy, sagging roof is one sure sign that. So you look at the roof, Brandon. Mm-hmm. What are we looking for? So if you're seeing waves in it, uh, what you're looking at is the sheathing underneath it is is essentially decaying on you. So you, it's it's past its life; it needs to be replaced. So it's the the wood decking that's underneath the. So shingles. great! Not only do you have to replace the roof, mm-hmm. but now you got to pull off the decking. Yes, and maybe mm-hmm. joists as well. No, or, probably or not the structure. joists. It's no. usually usually it's just the sheathing. Usually it's right. just the wood. Here's something else to look for. Do you have any house plants growing in your gutters? Think about that for a second. <laughs> They can look great in a shady corner, but uh, on a roof, it spells trouble. Moss and likewise mold, fungi or fungi, indicate that there may be some trapped moisture, mm-hmm. which can ruin a roof. That's where the mold comes from and what's happening to it, right? So you want to watch out for that. And then don't panic just because a few shingles are damaged uh, or there's a bit of a leak. It doesn't automatically mean that you need a whole new roof if your roof has been properly installed and is younger than 15 or 20 years old, it may get by with repairs rather than a full mm-hmm. replacement. Problem is, when you go to sell the house, the inspector's going to see these yeah. same things. And then yes. they're going to write it up that the roof may be near the end, near of, the end of life. Yes. yes. Then it becomes a question of, will the buyer take it? Will the seller replace it? Which is usually no. Will the insurance right. company replace it? Which is a usually a no. Right. Can you make temporary repairs? Can you make repairs to whatever areas mm-hmm. that are? And then will the shingles match? So you've got all these problems that line up uh, 
and that keeps going. So those are some of the things. Uh, now, you ready? Quick tips here. Five steps to hiring the right roofer, because I have a real problem with roofers. I, I have never – there's some, but I'm not necessarily sold that they're all out there to help you. No. Right? Okay, you're all on the same page here. So get a referral. One of a tried-and-true method is talk to friends, family, neighbors, who's done a good job, what have they done for you, and what was the price. So get, start getting names, make a list. Do your research. If you've identified at least three qualified roofers, you can get started investigating each one. Start by verifying the, ver- verifying the business's contact information. Next, confirm each one is licensed and insured. Consult your Chamber of Commerce. Even more importantly, a uh, hot nod to uh, Charlie Mattingly. He used to be over at the Better Business Bureau mm-hmm. to be sure there are no red flags. Meet the roofer face-to-face. If they pull up in a truck that's just about barely making it in your driveway and leaves an oil stain, <laughs> you may have a problem there with that roofer. So you want to meet them face-to-face, tell them you want to um, get an idea of what the cost will be. Don't, don't hire them. Don't give them any money yet. And then whatever they do, you want to get it in writing. The work shouldn't begin until you have a signed contracting deal, uh, contract detailing every aspect of the job. Make certain it covers safety procedures, liability, including workers' compensation. If someone should get hurt on the job, remember, right? We got, we're on yeah. board here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you get what you pay for. The cheapest bid probably isn't your best bet. Of course, the estimates issued are a factor to consider, but more important is your level of confidence and a given roofer's ability to do an outstanding job. And then there's the question, guys, is um, so what happens if they get in the roof, they tear it up, oh, now you need this and now you need that. Now you got upgrades and more costs, right? Yeah. So get that spelled out, what it would be and how much it would cost. And, and I think that's the importance of staying local. You know, I agree. Because, yeah. you know, you got plenty of storm chasers out there. Yep. And those are the guys you're going to run into trouble with. I was sitting in my office a couple of weeks ago, and all of a sudden a woman walks in with one of our clients, one of our agents. She was a client of the agent. I didn't know what to think, and Barbara introduced herself to me, and we sa- she says, you just helped me buy a home and sell a home. Barbara, so you just closed, right? How did the experience go? It's the most wonderful experience I've ever had in dealing with home ownership. Uh, everybody was on the ball. It was like a team, a teamwork, and I was very impressed. I had a wonderful salesperson, Jessica, uh-huh. and couldn't have been better. I'm thrilled. Have you bought and sold before? How many oh, homes? Yes. How many homes? Um, three. Wow. Three okay. homes bought and sold, in, you know, in my lifetime, and never did I have this experience. So, if you were to pick one or two things from the experience, what was it that made us stand out from others? Efficiency, most of all. Everybody was on the spot. I never wondered about anything. That was wonderful for me. Um, a little bit older, if I didn't have, you know, all the computer skills and such I needed, Jessica helped me through it, and yeah. it was just fabulous. Well, it's great to hear. Congratulations <laughs> on on the house. You're, you're welcome. Thank you so right. much for your service and your abilities to do this for me. Such a sweet lady, and I that was such a nice... And it's really what I thought about is that it really is uh, part and parcel of all of our companies here that we strive for is to give the best possible service. I know Home Team does. I know Chuck does on a regular basis. And I know Chuck, for example, goes way out of his way to help people. Uh, It doesn't matter if they're paying him or not. He does the job, and he's he's behind what he does. And I I just can't begin to tell you how thrilled I am to be associated. Big ups to Jessica there as well. She's my girl. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just a great... Great job and, and, and good stuff. So, all right, let's. We got second time for one more call. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Destiny. Yeah. Um, we are thinking about buying a foreclosure. What problems should we look out for? 
All right, quickly, Chuck. Well, are they buying the foreclosure through a commissioner sale? If they're doing that, mm-hmm. then there's a period of time from when you put in your successful bid to when the sale is confirmed. Once it's confirmed, that's kind of carved in stone. So what you want to do is immediately upon getting the property, uh, the successful bid, get uh, what we call the pink sheet over to me, and then we run the title, find out if there's any issues. Now, if she's talking about buying property that's already been foreclosed and taken back by the bank, uh, those you have to uh, really stay on top because they've got a million and one different forms they add to the contract. But the, the big deal with a foreclosure is make sure you get the title run, title insurance done by a third party. I think we're going to follow this up. and I'm going to yeah. bring that question back, and then we'll talk with Brad on because there's a lot more to this, and I don't want to shortchange it because it is a problem for everybody. Our thanks as we run out of time. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Thanks, buddy. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. My son, Greg. Hey. Oh, hey now. You can uh, reach Greg on Instagram anytime. At We Sell Louisville. And you can reach me, 376-5483. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.